0: for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. In Memphis, on Summer Avenue in East Memphis, there is a small family owned restaurant named Bryant's. Bryant serves plate lunches, burgers, and sandwiches but they are best known for their breakfast, especially their biscuits. No offense to anyone's grandma's biscuits, but in my gluttonous and humble opinion, Bryant's biscuits are the best in the universe. Big, fluffy, buttermilky, buttermilky is a word, right? And there are a myriad of options of what you can enjoy between the two halves of your biscuit. The problem is that Bryant's is not some hidden gem tucked away somewhere that only a few know about. Everyone in Memphis knows about Bryant's. The line often wraps around the inside of the restaurant and the outside of the building. But the folks running the register and the flat top are pros and the line moves fast. And the line is my second favorite thing about Bryants. For the line is a cross-section of a crazy city. Everyone is in that line. Construction workers in hard hats, doctors in scrubs, politicians in suits, priests in collars. Families of every size, color, and origin. Everyone waits their turn together, like worshipers gathered for a glorious Southern Eucharist. This Sunday, as we do every year at the Chapel of the Cross, we remember a particular feast of the Episcopal Church, the feast of Constance and her companions. The Episcopal Church has this big, thick book called A Great Cloud of Witnesses, and it catalogs the many feasts and remembrances that we celebrate throughout the year. Some we inherited from the Roman Church, like Holy Cross Day, another feast we keep here at the chapel. And some were added later, remembrances of the writer C.S. Lewis, the traveling preacher, Sojourner Truth or David Pendleton Okerhater, a priest and missionary to the Cheyenne people of Oklahoma. But on September 9th, the church remembers Constance and her companions, also known as the Martyrs of Memphis. During the yellow fever epidemic of 1878, while most were fleeing the city, Constance and her companions stayed and cared for the sick, and the reason we keep Constance's feast here at the chapel is that one of the aforementioned companions, a Reverend Charles Parson, served here and was married to Margaret Britton. In fact, our chapter of the Daughters of the King an Order of Women who dedicate their life to prayer and service is named for Constance. I thought a lot about Constance this week not only in preparation for this sermon, but because others were martyred in Memphis this past week. Four on, a Wednesday, four on Wednesday in a crime spree that spanned the whole region and caused the entire city to go into lockdown, a trauma for the entire citizenry to be sure. And another on Tuesday, a junior kindergarten teacher at St. Mary's Episcopal School her name was Eliza, and St. Mary's was the same school that my beloved Anna went to junior kindergarten. And th- if that were not enough, not only do we remember Constance today, not only do we remember Allison, Cotierra, Rafaldo, Dwayne, and Eliza today, but today is also September 11th, a trauma for the entire nation. Today is not a light day. If you are visiting with us this evening, I am usually a whole lot more fun. I'm practically a clown. Ask anyone around you. A colleague and an acquaintance of mine, the Reverend Janet Vincent, was a chaplain on Ground Zero. In the weeks after 9 11, she pastored to those who lost loved ones and coworkers. And sometimes she walked into the very wreckage of the towers to bless remains and comfort firefighters. In an interview on the 10th anniversary of the the attacks, Janet was asked, what did September 11th teach you specifically? She replied, the most poignant lesson for me was that I realized just how important it is to offer oneself in service. Even when one isn't sure what one can do, being there is what matters. Being there matters. This is what Constance and her companions did. They were not doctors or nurses. There was no cure for yellow fever, but they were there, offering comfort and company to the suffering and the dying. And this is what thousands of runners did on Friday, Eliza, the mother and teacher who was lost last week, was also an avid runner, and she was abducted while on an early morning run. So thousands of Memphians, most of which had never met this person, finished her run, and they finished it together. Folks often ask, when faced with great tragedy or trauma, what do I say? And the trick is, there is no right thing to say. There are plenty of wrong things to say, but no right thing. For most of us cannot fix our brother or sister's problem. We can't bring back people from the dead. We can't cure disease. We can't put back together that which was broken. But we can sit with our sister. We can sit with our brother. We can sit amid the brokenness and pain and grief and be with one another. And that's the best thing, to be together. During the first weeks of the pandemic, mother, teacher, and runner Eliza posted a video on YouTube for her young students at St. Mary's. She sang, This Little Light of Mine, This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And when she finished singing, she said, Miss you girls, you need to let the light shine at your house, and I will see you later. Even if it was virtual, she and her precious light-bearing girls were together. We live in a world that is carrying so much heartache, from Memphis to the Ukraine, from Jackson to Buckingham Palace. But what is good in all that? What is healing in all that? What is light in all that? What is peace in all that? What is resurrection in all that? Is that we face it together. And when we face it together, We are the body of Christ. Amen.